Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 91 of Ask Vidas in Usha podcast. And today's question was sent by Max. And he writes, Hi Vidas, just letting you know I love your channel and have found a lot of useful hints in your theory videos, particularly. You have a clear and unaffected teaching style which is rare on, on YouTube. Suggestion for topics I would submit if you were looking would be organ playing in terms of continuo and uh, supporting vocalists. I really like the use of it in Monteverdis on Orfeo, for example. First of all, it's nice that people uh, are using uh, my music theory uh, advice from YouTube videos. And talking about uh, continual organ playing, can we can we give some tips and pointers to Max, Usha? Well, I hope so. So, what is continual organ continual or basso continuo or uh, uh, general bass in German or figured bass, floral bass in English? Well, this is the system basically based on the functional harmony. But it uh, it's a precursor to tonal harmony. Yes. To functional it is. harmony. It is. Uh, where it's abbreviated system, right? That's right. When you have only bass line and you have a number written below the bass line. And, and sometimes you have a melody too. Yeah, sometimes too, yes. But if, but, if but real basso continuo that's only one line with uh, numbers below. Uh-huh. Sometimes you might have a soprano line or the classic melody if you are accompanying soloist or it's a if it's a hymn or, or a chorale. So then uh, basing based on those numbers you have to do what? To fill in the scores. At least. Yes. Um, that's the basic uh, understanding. Yes, it, and it depends on the tempo of a piece, actually, which that particular movement is written in. Because if the tempo is very fast, like Allegro or Allegro Molto, then only chords are sufficient. But if you have like a slow tempo, like Adagio, Grave, then you can add more stuff. And if you are playing with a soloist, you may create dialogues and duets which will work very nicely. But you will not be able to do that if the tempo is very fast. What do you mean duets in intervals of thirds and sixths? Yes. With the melody, yes, with the solo. Yes, that's true. Uh, why thirds and sixths? Because we are sound so nice and we are good intervals in a functional harmony. You could not want to create duets and dialogues, no, in the fifths or octaves. What about um, fourths? Well, not as bad as fifths and octaves, but still not the best they would interval. Sound yes, empty. yes. The perfect pure interval sounds empty, but uh, major and minor thirds and sixths are the most beautiful in tonal harmony and could be used in alternation or in parallel motion. Yes. Or in contrary motion. 
I don't know, in Baroque times, composers used that basso continuo technique very often because it saved them time, it saved them paper, which was so expensive at that time. You would just have to write bass line and, you know, put some numbers. So, if you see, let's say, in the bass clef, the note C, yes. right? Without any numbers, what would you play with your right hand? That's the fifth chord. You would just have to add in the right hand E, G, and C. Or C, E, G. Yes. Or G, yes, C, Yes, it, it depends on, I mean, what you want. Those and three what pitches. Fits, yes. Mm -hmm. But yes, the note without any number means the fifth chord. Root position. Root position. Fifth, um, triad. Yes. And sometimes it's major, sometimes it's minor. It depends on the, what the accidental side next to the clef. For example, if the bass note is A without any numbers, then it's... A minor, but if it's, you know, it has three sharps next to the clef, it means A major chord. Don't you think that they would write sharp next, uh, above the note? Well, if that's an accidental, that it's not next to the clef, then yes. But if it's next to the clef, then not, no. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so basically, they would add additional accidentals. Definitely, yes. Into the notation of yes, the Yes, flat, sharp, natural, yes. Uh, for example, if, if you see the uh, numbering 5 and 3, and 3 is with sharp or flat, Yes, it means that you have to raise the thought from the bass. Or, or lower. lower, yes. What about 5-4? Uh, 5-4, it means that the score has a suspension. Suspension. Suspension, yes. 5-4 leads to 5-3. Yes, that's right. So you always have to count from the bass. Bass up. Yes, from the bass up. What else, for example? What, what if it's a 6? above the bass? Well, it means a sixth chord. Then it means if it's, let's say, C, you have C in the bass, it means that you will have to have E and A. Why E, then? Because that's a sixth chord. That's the way we write it in the basso continuo. And from C to E, it's a third. So if nothing is written, we you have to imply that it's a third also. Definitely, yes. Unless it's a fourth, too. Then yes, we could be. Then it would be for six chords, of course. S like uh, numbers would be six, four. Yes. And then the uh, spelling out of the chord above C would be C, C F, and A. Uh-huh, six, four chord. What about uh, seven, seven, five, three chord? That's a seventh chord. So you add uh, those three notes above the above, bass. Above, yes. Uh, above, uh, let's say, G would be what? G, B, D, and F. So G would be in the left hand and uh, three upper notes in the right. Yes, well, playing continuo is the most comfortable thing. If you are doing it on the organ, just play the bass line with your pedal and add next three voices in your right hand. That's the most comfortable mm -hmm. situation. 
And I would suggest the same if you are playing on the harpsichord, except that now your left hand would be playing a bass line. Because the close position is so, so perfect for basso continuo playing. And um, sometimes those numbers could have just one number or two levels of numbers or even three levels of numbers. Or sometimes four, if, if four notes have to relate in the right hand. Sometimes. Yes. Remember we played uh, recitatives from Bach's cantatas? Yes, I think the recitatives are the hardest thing probably to accompany. Or from passions. Yes. Especially from yes. passions. Because uh, the harmony is so chromatic in those pieces. But it's not really a, a rocket science, right? No, it's not. You have to it's just not. count yes. the intervals and add necessary accidentals if they have any. It's just a matter of, you know, of practice and experience. And once you get used to adding those chords, you could have those melodic lines and dialogues Definitely. and that. Definitely. Remember somebody wrote about Bach's playing continuo that he would add one extra voice always, mm -hmm. one completely sort of written out and through composed voice. If it's a duet, he could add a trio texture. Mm -hmm. If it's a trio, then qu quartet would sound. That's an amazing He would thing. think linearly, not on horizontally, not only vertically. Yes. That's amazing, actually pretty amazing. That's a hard thing to do. But probably not as hard as it sounds, because uh, you have to just uh, think about uh, the melody that your other voices are playing. Well, yes, but you know, if I would have to do it, uh, let's say, in written, I could do it, definitely. Because that's, uh, that way I would have time to think about it. But if I would have to do it on the spot, just sitting on the instrument right away, it would be very hard, for me at least. It's a matter of practice, of course. Yes, it's How also fast a matter you of can practice, think. that's true. If you can think as fast as you can play... But, you know, for starters, let's just be able to play, to add those chords on the bass line while, you know, giving only numbers. It will be good enough for the starters. All right, guys. Uh, go ahead and try out some some of the continuum uh, settings. Uh, uh, what would be a good collection well, for them to look? Krebs, probably. Yes, because Krebs gives two voices, uh, the soprano and the bass, so you would have only add the, the two middle voices. And, of course, I would say Handel's continuous, continuous exercise. exercise, yes. And here we have to mention probably... Handel's harmony is simpler than Krebs because Krebs lived later. If you want a deeper understanding of uh, basso continuo and how it relates to, let's say, Bach school and later to improvisation, let's recommend Pamela's method book. Definitely, and yes. And by That's the way, good. she just That's released her second volume, long-awaited volume for polyphonic playing. And uh, I think in the first volume you will find a lot of things and exercises with continuum. Yes. Uh, improvisation and the Bach School uh, by Pamela Reuter-Finstra. 
thank you guys for listening and thank you for applying our tips in your practice that makes a lot of difference in your playing over long term this was vidas and osha and remember when you practice miracles happen